Welcome everyone, my name is Teacher Tony and today we're going to start the Creation to Christ DBS series. It is a set of 30 scriptures that you can use to walk through the Old and New Testament and discover the truth of God's word for yourself. So today we're going to start with Genesis 1, 1 through 25. It's the story of creation, God creates the world. I hope you enjoy it, and please make sure you send comments along wherever you've seen this podcast so that we can have a dialogue on what you're learning. Before we start reading the actual selected passage, I'd like to go through the questions that we'll ask ourselves during this study. And I like to use what's known as a HOPE acronym. H stands for Hear from God. And what we do first is we we ask, what does the passage say? We read it out twice or write it down whichever is your preference, and then what does it mean? And here you're retelling or paraphrasing the story in your own words. So that's H, hear from God. O is observe what he has said. What stands out to you? What does the passage teach us about God's character or personality? Or what does it teach us about our human nature? P is for put it into practice. How can you apply these lessons to your life? What are you going to do about it? And here we create an I will statement that expresses your commitment to change this week. And E stands for encourage someone. Who can you share this with so that they can be encouraged? So H-O-P-E stands for hear from God, observe what he said, put it into practice, and encourage someone. Okay, let's begin with H, hear from God. What does the passage say? So I'm going to read the passage now, and this is in the uh, NLT version. If you have a different version, that's fine. Read along with me. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land, and the waters seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And this is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the lights from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. 
Then God said, Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water, and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring in the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Now that we have read the passage, we're going to go ahead and retell it or paraphrase it in our own words. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and earth was without form. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, and he said, Let there be light. And there was light, and he called the, the light day and the darkness night. And then on the second day, he created a space between the water in the sky and the water on the earth, and he called this sky. And then third day, he, he gathered the waters together and created dry ground, and the dry ground he called land, and the waters he called seas. And then he said, let the land sprout forth vegetation. So we had then the beginning of plants and trees, and these plants and trees grew and created their own fruit, which had seeds of the same kind. Uh, he saw that it was good. And then on the fourth day... God said, let there be lights in the sky to separate the day from the night, to mark the seasons and the days and the years. And then he called the, the great, he had the great light, which I assume is the sun and during the day, and then the smaller one to govern the night, which I assume is the moon. He also made the stars. Then God said that it was good. And then on the fifth day, he said, let the waters swarm with fish and the uh, skies be filled with birds. And so he created sea creatures and birds and everything that swarms. And God saw it was good. He blessed it and he said, be fruitful and multiply. And then sixth day, uh, he produced every sort of animal each producing offspring of their same kind. So livestock, small animals that scurry, wild animals. And God made them, and he said it was good. So that's my retell of that story. Notice that when I'm retelling it, I'm not trying to draw any conclusions about God's character quite yet. A common mistake uh, in the retell step is to make some observations about God's character or our human nature. Not doing that here. Now in this passage, because we're at the very beginning, there is no human nature to observe at this point. Uh, so I will be focusing my comments primarily on God's character. So now that we've heard from God, we're going to go ahead and move into observing what he said. So what stands out to you? What does the passage teach us about God's character? So what stood out to me immediately was God's ability and power to create from nothing. That is something that is truly beyond the realm of our abilities. Second, I saw very clearly from one day to the next how God uh, had a perfect design, creating one thing on one day and then building on it the next day. So it was very intentional, had a great deal of intelligence and design built in. Uh, for example, the fact that the creatures are able to procreate, uh, that shows that uh, he had 
he had forethought on sustaining creation. The third thing that I noticed here is that God said it is good, showing that he's the one who establishes goodness and the standards of goodness. So those were the three things I picked up on in this reading. Now we're going to take a look at what we learned, observed, and ask how we can apply these lessons to our life and what are we going to do about it. And here we'll create an I will statement. So the first observation was that God had the power to create from nothing. And I must remember that he is God, I am not. So I can't just uh, say things and make them happen like he does. But I do have the uh, God-given ability to create, to be creative. And so I want to look at the parts of my life where I create and see if they are in tune with his will and what he wants me to create. Second, God's design and intelligence in creation. And I also, as, as being an image bearer of God, have the ability to design and create things. So um, putting things into order from chaos is something I really enjoy doing. And then third is God's standards of goodness. You know, what it is that he would call good. And I think that that is something I should focus on this week, is looking at what God has said he, he thinks is good. As I read the scriptures, really paying attention to that this week and evaluating whether I really believe that those things are good. And if I don't, then I need to adjust my standard and make sure that it's in tune with God's. So that's my I will for this week is to uh, make sure that my standards of goodness are in alignment with his. And that is the P and put it into practice. Lastly, encourage someone who might you share this with so that they can be encouraged. I think I'm going to share this with my wife, and you'll see throughout this series, I tend to make that my go-to just because I don't have too many contacts uh, in my daily life apart from uh, my job, and it's pretty limited. So I think that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to share this with my wife, and hopefully this will encourage her to be thinking this way as well. So that is the end of our first uh, lesson in this series on creation to Christ. I hope that this has you have found it helpful. We're just over 10 minutes, and that's my goal is to, to try to make these lessons very quick hit uh, opportunities for you to go through these scriptures, to think about them as I'm talking. You're maybe jotting down some notes on how you're thinking, what you're observing, and what the Lord is revealing to you. Remember, this is about your individual discovery journey. And so my hope is that as I'm modeling this process, you're kind of thinking about what your I will statement will be. And each time I go through this with a group, I do find that it is uh, different. So you would think that, you know, if you go through it many times, you, you come up with a lot of the same answers. And sometimes that's true. But I really am surprised at the variety of answers that come out, the observations and, and applications. So I'm hoping that you'll get a chance to share this with someone else, that you will be able to start a discovery group. And if you'd like to learn more information about Hope Brokers, you can go to hopebrokers.org. Send me an email, tony at hopebrokers.org. And let's end in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, discovering your character, your personality through your word. Father, it's our desire that we would learn from you directly. Help us to discover your truth and apply it to our lives according to your will. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.